Meg of Man. Meg, comma, a man. Uh, bomb man, fire man, elect man. I mean, I guess I'm on the fucking Mega Man TV Tropes page. <laughs> Just an endless well of content to mine. Also, I, I now wish I had tweeted that second, that third image from my post. Um, where it says, what is the exact wording here? However, the never-ending battle continues until all destructive forces are defeated. I was thinking about posting that and saying Hideo Kojima invented nothing. Um, also, the version that I have does have, it did have the, um, uh, pause glitch. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. uh, you, you were playing on the ROM, right? The original, like, just a, an NES ROM? No, or... I'm playing no? on the oh, okay. Legacy Collection uh, on my okay. PS4. Uh, I thought they, uh, I thought, I was given to understand they took all that stuff out, but maybe the Legacy Collection is just... The ports uh, that aren't the Legacy Collection right, and the Anniversary yeah. Collection... I was gonna say... Because I guess the legacy collection are just is just uh it's just uh a launcher for some ROMs, right? Yeah, and I assume that the PS2, PS2, I think version, yeah. the anniversary collection. Um, I assume that that's also what that is. So yeah. all the other ports Don't are actually it. a little different, but those two are are the ones that work. Short, short, short of being able to get hold of original hardware, I'm just going to be playing all the ROMs for these games, just on NES emulators and such like. Sure. I tried that and I couldn't get it to work, so I'm just going Fair to play enough. it on my PS4. And then yeah, halfway yeah, yeah. through, I re realized there was a rewind button, and so I was just having a oh. great time. Oh, okay. I wondered. I wondered what what you know what depths of cheats you had available because the problem with uh, I guess quote unquote problem with playing with the NES version is that like the newer versions have like they they've got in depth cheats on them and stuff like that. Like uh, you can you can do you can do other stuff rather than just save stating. You can't modify the game state in any way from the emulator. Mm. Um, it also has a button that says, do you want this to run like shit, like in the 80s? What, like with, like, what do you mean, like, run like, oh, you mean, like, slow like, down? Like, slow down. Do oh, want, yeah. Do you want I it to yeah, fucking slow that. the fuck down? Hell yeah, I didn't I turn that. that on, but um, for enough. this one. I'll, I'll definitely be turning it on when we get to X. Oh, yeah, of course. Um... All right, shall I, shall I introduce this podcast or what? Uh, yeah, sure. Hello and welcome to Rush Jet Radio, a podcast where me and my co-host Nora will explore all of Mega Man ever, all of the Mega Man, all of the time. It's the Megapod. It's the Megapod. Now we've got your podcast. <laughs> 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 now, you, now you've got our podcast. <laughs> yes, that's even better. Now you've got our podcast. Uh, Fight, today, Mega Man. Uh, Forever today... Lost in Peace. <laughs> so uh, today uh, is the first of our monthly series of games, breaking down most of, not literally all of, my brain can't take that, uh, Mega Man games. One, one Mega Man a month. That's what we're doing. Monthly Mega Man. 
so we're going to start with Mega Man 1 and proceed in release order through all the mainline Mega Man games and some of the offshoot games on occasional episodes. And we'll go through to X and then through to Battle Network, through to Mega Man Zero, all the way through to the present day. Uh, and that will take us a decent chunk of the rest of our lives. So... Did uh, Mega Man Soccer keep the, like? Did that make the list, or did we cut that? I've uh, so what I've what I've done, and uh, I guess we can you know post the spreadsheet if people are interested. Uh, I, what I've done is I've collected the spin-off games into single episodes. So like we'll we'll play like five classic Mega Man spin-off games in one episode between Mega Man Five and Mega Man Six or something like that. Okay. Because uh, I did I did look through. Like, the, for example, the football game. And it looks like a lot of fun. There's not a lot of meat to it outside of the bit where you play football as Mega Man characters. Like, I'm pretty sure it ends and it just smash cuts to credits. There's no, like, juicy story <laughs> to Mega Man football. There's no shoehorning this into the timeline of Mega Man. Not really, no. I mean, we can, try, we can be those people, but... Uh... I don't. I don't think it, it, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the long play I was watching was not. Uh, not so what you're saying is that we should become the unraveled of Mega Man content. I'm saying that we are at a crossroads in our lives, and that is a path <laughs> that we can take. Um, dog is barking, but I think it's okay. Uh, even if we become that, so the problem is, even if we set out not to become a. Mega Man lore podcast. Once we've watched every Mega Man and played every Mega Man, we kind of will be <laughs> without yeah, wanting. To, I'm gonna right? make it a lore podcast because yeah, right, I like exactly. X and Zero. I yeah, do right. point out this article that I found: Mega Man Soccer Hack restores missing endings and playable Doctor Wily. Oh well, then I guess we should do that. <laughs> Apparently, it's no secret that Mega Man Soccer was sold as an unfinished game. That is no secret. I, I mean, I didn't know it, but <laughs> I guess it wasn't kept from me. So I'll, I'll just, I'll just make a note of this, this page. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll put a pin in that one, and we'll uh, come back to it, I guess. So, uh, so Mega Man, Mega Man, the video game, the uh, oh, unprofessional. What, what year was it? Nineteen ninety. Eighty-seven. Ninety, right? So yeah, the 1987 Capcom video game, <clears throat> fairly popular. You might have heard of it, mm-hmm. where you uh, you you usually play as the little blue man. Oh, the little blue man. Yeah, little blue Mega Man. Little you know. blue bomber. Yeah, little blue bomber. No, uh, no rush jet in this game, so we haven't been invented yet. But uh, and no charge be. beam or slide. No charge beam, no slide, no. Very very bare bones tool set actually. I thought that um. You could charge the fire uh, weapon, but it, I guess that was in Mega Man Two that you could do that. The uh, so the fire weapon it doesn't charge, but you can hold it to keep the shield that it creates around you. Hmm. Uh, I guess I didn't do it right then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could do that. I, I, I'm pretty sure I used that to kill the uh, final boss. Anyway, 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 anyway. I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves. Maybe I don't know. So um. I'm just looking through here to try and figure out. I have heard, I've always heard, that this game was supposed to be an Astro Boy game. Okay, I can believe that. I feel like I, that's, that feels like something I've heard, but I can't say I'm calling it to mind right now. I've, I've just always held that 
that fact in my head. Yeah, um, I mean, he's got a sort of his hair is sort of Astro Boy esque. Yeah, it? in at the in the ending, he has a very different hairstyle than yeah. in at the beginning of Mega Man Two, and it does look a lot more like Astro Boy um, than what we know of as Mega yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, it says Inafune was influenced by the eponymous Epony Mouse protagonist E-Pony Mouse Astro Boy and his Mega Man designs um, I should have read this paragraph before recording the podcast yeah we should probably have, uh, have, have read these things <laughs> oh well <laughs> we're learning Wikipedia says that Mega Man's gameplay was inspired by rock paper scissors and has just a diagram of the hand symbols for rock paper scissors yeah um, I mean wow yeah it totally does <laughs> it just has pictures of all of those things that's hilarious if you've listened to the first episode of this podcast, you kind of know the deal. Cause, because, uh, actually, there is no story in this game. So, the backstory... Not, not, until, it, not until it ends. <laughs> then there's story. I guess. There's a nice postcard at the end. Um, but the things that we know about Mega Man, the things that we know about where he came from, why he is the way he is, I don't even know what game dives into that it might just be the powered up remake but or like it's referred to in future games looking back but i think powered up might be the only one that like outright says like from the beginning here's brock he's going to become a super fighting robot Mega Man. yeah i mean i guess another thing that maybe we should have read in advance of recording was the uh the manual right this game would have had story in the manual wouldn't it that's true there's a section on the uh north american instruction manual on the uh, MegaMan.Fandom.com page here. Right, Monsteropolis is the name of the city. Ooh, okay, not not New York, New York. No, it's not. It's not real ass New York. It's Monsteropolis, that strange, multifaceted land of robot-like humanoids. Wait, what? Robot-like humanoids? Okay. <laughs> that seems like that seems like the wrong order for those things. But we'll we'll keep going. Ooh. Resisting reprogramming, Mega Man is chosen as the defender of the universe and its inhabitants. Mega Man dares to single-handedly penetrate seven separate empires' monsteropolis. He sure does. Eliminating the leaders and followers of those sovereignties. This is a very different thing from what the actual canon of <laughs> Mega Man is. I like that uh, this this article, uh, this the, so the heading is story, and the first subheading is North American Instruction Manual, and the second subheading is actual story. <laughs> <laughs> um, these elements were invented by the Capcom of America localization team. Uh, I will note that it is Monsteropolis, not Monstropolis. Okay. Monstropolis is the place from Monsters, Inc., Right, yes. Do you reckon they had to clear that first? They had to. They, they wanted to go for Monsteropolis, and then Capcom were like, no, that's ours? No, because Monsteropolis is a sucky word that is, uh, like, one measure more difficult to say than Monstropolis. Yeah. That is, uh, that is true. It says here that... Um, Monsteropolis is not canon, and except for some English media related to the first game, like the Official Guide to Mega Man and Mega Man Anniversary Collection Manual, it is not mentioned again in game sources. 
It is described as a strange, multi-layered land of robot-like humanoids created by the wrongly performed experiments. Wait, wrongly performed experiments with human beings by Dr. Wiley. This is this is wild. So this this actual story like section with with all of its uh, it's like it's like a materialist history of Mega Man, as in the events of Mega Man. It's uh, uh-huh. it's like it's 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 almost literally prefaced with this much we can be sure of. Like I'm kind of into it. And then like most of the story listed here is labeled as prologue because uh, the actual events of the game are. You go into a stage, you go through like seven rooms, then you fight a boss. Yeah, you shoot gun at robot, and it's it's you, a good time. Well, no, that's not the whole thing you do. You do jump. Oh, yeah, shoot. you jump as well. You jump you, as well as you shoot. You, this is you, jump and shoot, man. I, <laughs> I, was, I was trying really hard not to <laughs> do that exact bit, but I guess it's too late now. It is impossible we made to... It, we made it 14 and a half minutes into our first recording before we said jump and shoot, man. I don't know how that we could ever do a Mega Man podcast and not bring up or reference the Ego Raptor Mega Man video. <laughs> how, long, how long can we spend talking about the, like, sort of <laughs> meta presence of Mega Man before we talk about playing the game, I wonder? Let's find out. I mean, we can talk about the game real quick if you want. Yeah, just just a little bit, you know. Just, just like a, a palate, uh, just, just to whet your appetite. Okay, okay. A little, a little uh, amuse-bouche of, of video game discussion. Pro gamer, what was your score at the end of the game? Oh, pfft, I forgot to take a picture of that. Wait, did I forget to take a picture of that? Yeah, I think the picture I sent you was just of the credits. So yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't record my score, but it was high. <sighs> I guess by default, I, I win. <laughs> What? Because you did take a picture. <laughs> I did take a picture. Because what? What? That? What you? What you've now done is if you if you send me that picture, you're creating a world in which I am going to play Mega Man again to get a higher <laughs> score than the one you did. Good luck. I I replayed Elec Man stage because I needed to get the magnet beam. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize this, but you do just fight the boss again. Oh right. Okay. You you can just do that. Cool. Um, I mean, you you can't finish the game without magnet beam. So, in other games, you can revisit stages, but they won't make mm. you refight the boss. Yeah, yeah. I don't know at what point that starts being the case, uh, but I know that I think in Maverick Hunter X and some of the later X games, you could definitely go back through because you need to do that to get like the Hadouken. Yes, that is true. Okay, 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 okay. So. A well, button is I'm, jump. <laughs> okay, B you can start with shoot. that. You can start with that. So uh, what I'm gonna say is I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say we we keep all of that, but then I'm gonna say no. Okay, look, we need to talk about that. We need to like just lay out the very basics of the game because you, you, we just talked about getting the Hadouken in Mega Man X before like <laughs> anything in 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 basic Mega Man. I'm gonna I'm gonna write out a very basic framework for how we talk about this game. I don't know. It just structure you know <laughs> yeah um uh, right mm. yeah i feel like i should have prepared this stuff in advance rather than just making it up on the fly but you know we're getting there we're, we're, we're figuring something out yeah like you know it's mega man 
one, <laughs> the stakes are not high in terms of like how well we describe the events of the game. Yeah, um, yeah. If we need to take this one, like, look, if, like Capcom, we need to just kind of phone in Mega Man 1 so that Mega Man 2 can be good, I think we can do that. <laughs> I I don't know if I agree with that. I think Mega Man 1 <laughs> is a really, really good game, and so can be the first episode of our podcast. It if can we so be. Choose, if I we think... so choose. I think that this game too hard. The game is too hard for me. The game is too hard, and uh, if you, it, that's what I'm gonna get. I, I mean, I I don't know if it only gets harder, but it certainly does get harder. Some some bits are harder in different ways, I guess. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll, uh, we'll get onto the specific ways in which this game is hard. Okay, so before we go any further with anything else, let's just establish the basics of Mega Man. We've said before. There are robots. You go. You go through seven or more rooms. You you fight a boss. You you jump and you shoot. You're the jump and shoot man. Uh, a given. We're this the, we're talking about jump and shoot. So you have a jump button. And you have a shoot button. You can shoot. You can have like three bullets on screen at a time. You you and it feels good. Like the action on jumping and the action on shooting both feel very responsive. Like I think that's something that this game does really well. It, like what what impresses me even now about it is that your character has like if you fire a bullet as just like a basic bullet as Mega Man like it it's it's tiny it's like a it's a little small thing it's about the size of Mega Man's hand which and Mega Man's pretty small on the screen he takes up a tiny portion of the screen but like the impact of those shots still feels really big and it's like uh, it's part of the sound design I guess of the game and the way that enemies like uh, slow down when you hit them like I, I really like mm. the way that that feels so. What you have is, as well as Mega Man being weighty and having like a very uh, snappy jump arc, like it means that your two basic actions for navigating the world and like it builds a lot out of just these two things, both feel really good and like because they feel good, you can do them dozens and dozens of times and it will still feel good and it gives the game you know that the longevity that it needs, I guess, to build more complex ideas out of those basics. I like that about it. Yeah. Um... It never really throws. It throws some bullshit at you. Oh, it does. Um, it, it, it very much does. I, I most... never deny that. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll be right back, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Fix dog intermission. Mega Man and bullshit, and how Mega Man g gives you gives you some bullshit to deal with, right? That's what we're talking yeah. about. <clears throat> um, it definitely throws some bullshit at you, but most things can be addressed with just the basic, like Mega Buster. Right. Yeah. So, uh, like, I guess the consequence of that is because that this, uh, like. One thing that really, uh, yeah, I one thing that really struck me about this game, I guess, is uh, like playing it again, having not played it in such a long time, uh, is how like everybody knows that Mega Man games are punishing, right? But this uh, mm -hmm. this game is like it's sort of unyielding. Like if you make a mistake or like something bad happens while you're trying to execute a jump or you know navigate past an obstacle or something, uh, the game is not going to 
generously interpret what you did. Like you're just going to basically you're just going to eat shit. Like if you if you jump over a spike pit and you get clipped like a little bit, like even if you get uh, like you you're, you're getting pushed into those spikes. Or like for example, there's this uh this section in Electman stage where if you jump, you like you have to jump so a a time like a disappearing block. That's it appears underneath you. Uh, and so you have to jump up through where that block would appear. And if you are inside the space of that block, when it does appear, it will just push you to one side and you will fall off the platform and you have to climb all the way back up again. Like, there's, there's a lot of moments like that in this game. And in that specific instance, you might fall as far as four screens before being yes. able to stop. Yes, that that can very much happen. I I would never fall victim to such a scheme. It wouldn't scheme. happen. Just, it just wouldn't happen. You certainly yeah. couldn't find proof of it on the internet. No. That's a that's a that's that's a good good idea for something that we could talk about regularly. What's the what's the most like, what's mm. the biggest biggest get like mess up you had playing this game? Definitely that one, unless yeah. you count needing to replay it. To um... yeah, missing magnet beam is a pretty big one. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I think the like, simp like bomb man is so fucking easy. <laughs> bomb man is really really easy. The stage is just nothing, and then yeah. the, the boss fight is like not much more. But also, I had the, I had his weakness at that point. But right, yeah, of course, yeah. If you don't know about Mega Man, the reason that he takes the weapons from the bosses is that um, each one is good against another one, and so you'll, if you're having trouble with a boss, you could find which boss has the weapon that's good against that, and then you could like plan your route accordingly right exactly and uh i mean if you go if you go online a lot of people will tell you like here is the here's the easiest boss to beat with no additional weapons and here's the order that that takes you in once you've got that boss's weapon uh and i, I typically like quite like to take those those paths through these games because it feels uh like particularly because uh like uh because the weapons have limited ammunition uh there is a temptation to save them just for the boss fights for which they're super useful, uh, but like I guess the uh, the more comfortable that you feel with them, you get to use them to aid with the individual level designs or platforming challenges or stuff like that. And I think that is a situation like that is where Mega Man can really, really, really shine. And it's something that I feel like a lot of people probably don't, uh, I guess, experiment with because the uh, weapons, you know, the ammo feels so limited or can feel so limited. I guess. Yeah, and I think that that's something that some like games inspired by Mega Man, they kind of falter sometimes because they don't mm. think about that part of it. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, like I did play through all of Fireman's stage um, with just the Mega Buster, even though I had the ice cutter. Yeah, ice cutter. Yeah. The, uh, uh, I didn't think to. I didn't even think to use it, mm. even though I knew I was like I was actually like, oh, if I had the ice cutter, I could freeze these firewalls and stuff. Anyway, I'm going to go fight <laughs> Fireman, who's weak to the ice cutter, which I have. <laughs> right, yeah. And, and um, there's like a, there is like a tension there, and I feel it feels intentional, because like you're, you don't know, uh, unless you're replaying the stage, whether you're going to have enough... Uh, like, like, some stages will have uh, sub-weapon refills at the end of you know a stage, some of them won't. So, and you won't know if you're going to be able to expect that, and you won't know how many shots of your weapon you're going to need to have an easy time against this boss, right? So... Particularly in the case of Fireman stage, where you have to use Iceman's weapon to get the advantage there. Like, uh, 
that's a that's a tension, right? And also, like until you like shoot it, you don't know what it does. Yeah, right. Exactly. There is definitely a uh, there's definitely a temptation to wait until you get to the boss to even figure out how to use a weapon, which is feels counterintuitive, but you know makes sense once you're there, I guess. Hmm. Um, so who's your favorite non-robot master boss fight? My favorite non-robot master boss fight? That is a good question. Uh, I, I was initially quite frustrated by it, but I ended up quite liking the, uh, underwater bubble and, Fuck like, that thing. computer. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, it's a, it's an interesting one. It, it was a it's a, it's a hmm. so like multiple bosses in the game. Uh, it begins with rocks on the floor that is meant to uh, signal to you that uh, it uh, you, you can use Gutsman's weapon, the uh, Pat Super Arm, I think mm-hmm. it's called, to pick up said rocks and throw them at the enemy. So you and like you, you fight this boss. Uh, so it, there are the building, the room has three doors in the top left and right you know sides of the screen and this uh this bubble thing comes through and it just sort of moves around the room trying to bump into you and deal damage uh, and you deal damage to it you kill it and then it's replaced by another one this happens seven times total which i think is unique in the first mega game is the only boss where within a single encounter you fight several things in a row and the health bar changes color as you go through them too yes it does indeed so, but the thing uh, that I quite like about this boss is that uh, so it's a it's a it's a reaction test because as you kill them they get faster uh, to the uh, to the point where it's very very hard to kill the last two or three without uh, with just the power beam uh, before they hit you and obviously by that point you've not got much health left if you've been hit two or three times so uh, that's the point where you want to kill them the most so it's like um, uh, it's uh, and so you have these rocks on the floor, and there are only four, and there are seven, uh, you know, bubble things to kill. So you need to obviously you want to wait until you use them later. But the wait, the longer that you wait to use them, the faster the bubble thing moves, the harder it is to hit them with the the power arm. It's not super hard, but it is harder. So you worry about that. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. What about you? What was your favorite non-robot master boss? Mega Man. Yes, that is a, that, that was actually what I was gonna pick before you asked and i remembered how much i liked the uh, yeah i did just stand on the corner and shoot the power bus the buster <laughs> cannon and then have the mega man walk into it and then jump and shoot and miss me and then get knocked back and then <clears throat> yeah. and then i realized that each time when mega man when copy mega man jumps um there's not a pattern which meant that uh, I could like shoot him, knock him back, and then he would either jump forward or back. And if he jumped back, I would just get another hit in and knock him back. And if he jumped yeah. forward, I could hit the rewind and make him choose another path. And <laughs> and he might he might jump backward, in which case I could get another hit in. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um. So those decisions are being made in the moment by like whatever routine yeah. that character is doing which meant that i could just fuck with it until it did exactly how i wanted so uh just in case it wasn't clear to anyone listening if you are of a mind to uh play these old games which are great along with the uh, the podcast or just in general 
we heartily endorse using cheats to do so. Cheats are awesome. They make yeah. old, very frustrating games much more fun to play if you are not in the mood to be frustrated by old video games, which you might be. Indeed, I, I often am. But also, stuff like save states or rewinds can make that stuff much more, uh, much more, you know, much more accessible mm -hmm. to you or can put you uh, in a place where you're in a mood for it where otherwise that, you know, that game is no good for various moods you might find yourself in. Using the save states in the rewind meant that I never had a risk of running out of lives, mm. um, which is great. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I spent my teens trying to be good at video games and trying to, like, prove that I was cool because I could do platformers real good. And that's how I ended up playing I Want to Be the Guy, and I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, I Want to Be the Guy isn't good. The things that resulted in... I mean, I, I Want to Be the Guy is... I, I shouldn't say it's not good. Because by this point, it's culturally important, so it doesn't matter whether I think it's good or not. But, like, uh... Yeah, I mean, it has good parts. It has a giant... Like, it has a Kraid Zangief in it. That game's, that game's wild. But, uh... Yeah, it's maybe not a sustainable design vision for video games no. that want to be played by a lot of people. <laughs> Although it did like predict, uh, you know, like stream rage out platformer games way ahead of its time, right? Like, if I want to uh... be the guy, if I want to be the guy, had not been invented by now, like <clears throat> Twitch.tv would have made it necessary to invent it. Well, I mean, it's inspired by, like, Kaizo Mario hacks, right? Right, yeah, of course. So these things have, have been around, just... Um, this one was kind of like an introduction for a, a different audience in a mm, lot of ways. For sure. And also like, the fact that it was meme really right, exactly. people's attention. That, that's, I guess, what I'm talking about. Because, like, uh, Kaizo, at the time... Well, I, I say at the time of, you know, not super contemporaneous with Kaizo, but, like... When I found out about I Want to Be the Guy, I was sort of vaguely aware of Kaizo Mario and stuff like that. But uh, I Want to Be the Guy felt um, felt like more of a like a cultural moment, probably for the result, like probably as a result of the Mimi stuff that you talk about, right? Like people, there was not there was never a big like oh you play Kaizo Mario, but there was a big oh you play I Want to Be the Guy thing. Mm -hmm. There was a big like. That combined with, like, the um, Let's Plays getting more and more popular. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, Unregistered like, Hypercam 2, baby. I want to be the guy as 2007. Um, and by this point, like, the Let's Plays are t making that transition from text to video. And so, sort of, things just kind of, like, grew together. Um I cosplayed as the kid from I Want to Be the Guy. Oh, hell yeah. Once. That rules. <laughs> I What I did for the gun was I just took an NES zapper and cut the cord off. Genius. <laughs> so speaking of I Want to Be the Guy, I guess we should probably talk about like some of the... It, it, it's a useful segue into some of the, the bullshit stuff that uh, Mega Man throws at you. Like, uh, it's been talked about quite a lot in uh, retrospective analysis of Mega Man and stuff like that about uh, the way in which Mega Man's level design works so well by introducing a concept uh, testing you on the very basics of that concept and then testing you on increasingly complex variations of that concept right it's like action reaction enhanced reaction stuff like that so can you make this jump can you make this jump when the platform is moving can you make this jump when the platform is moving and there is a projectile involved stuff like that 
and mm. uh, I think Mega Man does like Mega Man, like the original Mega Man does all of this fantastically, and like I can see why uh, it was such an effective blueprint for continuing to make games that felt fantastic to play for such a long time. Uh, there are there are, however, times where it kind of gets away from that, it, it, like it loses sight of that a little bit. Like uh, for for me, I think probably the worst screen in the game is one in Iceman's stage where you fall from above uh, with no like handhold so you just fall straight into this pit and then you're in like uh, you're in a pit with a thing that's sliding along the floor that you can't destroy you can only stop right I don't know what you can destroy it with other weapons that aren't the, the mega buster oh okay uh, I, that's that's good to know uh <laughs> So, but if if like me, you're you're dumbass and are just using the uh, power beam at this point, uh, I should say Mega Buster instead of power beam. I've got Metroid on the brain at the moment. <laughs> uh, uh, if you're just using the Mega Buster, so you you can't kill this thing, so you have to constantly jump over it. And while you're constantly jumping over this thing, there are these uh, disappearing blocks above you, and there are something like you have to make something like four or five consecutive jumps on disappearing blocks to get out of this pit, and. Uh, it's a very it's a very deceptive pattern of uh of, of disappearing blocks so like if you try and just follow it by eye uh you're going to you're going to fall at least once probably twice you have to skip one because it like puts one on the left but you have to wait for the next one on the right and you have you... to jump before it's there right exactly like so if you just if you just jump to the next one you will fall because there is no like pathway off if you just jump to the next one and then there's a couple that you have to yeah jump before they arrive or so basically what it amounts to is that you have to watch the full pattern like of at least once probably two or three times and but you also have to watch the pattern while jumping over something that is <laughs> nipping at your heels the whole time uh, that was a that was a screen i i did not like very much if I were in such a position, I would simply use the cutter. What's it called? The cut. Cutter boomerang. It's the cut rolling cutter. Rolling cutter. Okay. So that 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 kills those things, huh? Uh, that does. Um, Thunderbeam does. Those are the only two I tried on this playthrough. Oh, okay. um, I imagine Super Arm doesn't do much against them. <laughs> Did you know that Bomb Man's weapon is called Hyper Bomb? I did know that. Well, now you do. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so yeah, Iceman Stage has a, a, a bit of this disappearing uh, block platforming. It also has one section where you have to jump on these platforms which move like enemies over instant death pits. Mm -hmm. And the enemies move, uh, and I, I like... Just to test this, I made a save state and reloaded it a bunch of times. They move with like semi-random patterns, which means that you can get patterns where you get to the end of this uh, sequence of like jumps on moving platforms, and then the last platform never goes high enough for you to, or you would have to wait a really, mm. really long time for the platform to go high enough for you to actually make the jump. Uh, yeah, and the one on Iceman's level also has penguins flying at you. Yes. So that was a little tricky, uh, but if I got a pattern again that didn't work, <laughs> I would I would simply hold down L one and uh, rewind to the last platform and then jump on it again and see what happened. Yeah, 
but like by and large, I you know I think Iceman stage is very good, and I think most of the level design in this game is really good. Like uh, the, there's the the classic example of uh, Gutsman stage with the, uh, the 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 platforms that drop you, and it like it, it gives you time to look at uh, and see that the platform drops when it moves over a little bit of uh, rail that is like narrower, that kind of thing, and then it like it happens very quickly, but it does introduce you like here's a moving platform, here's a moving platform that drops you. Now here's a moving platform that drops you multiple times. It's going to change direction and go back over the multiple drop stuff. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that's the kind of stuff that makes Ego Raptor come. <laughs> should, we just, should we just cancel the Mega Man podcast to an Ego Raptor analysis <laughs> podcast? A counter analysis of the fucking Mega Man sequelitis video? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's 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 a good video, but uh, I think that I think it, it's 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 overly overly like like I don't know. Mega Man X is not, in my opinion, that much better than classic Mega Man. I think classic Mega Man's real real good, but uh, I much prefer X right, over but, classic generally. But, that, but that's for uh, that's for Nora reasons, right? That's for. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, that's also I like the dash. I like the dash. Yeah, thing. yeah. I like the. Um, specifically, I like the 32-bit ones. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I was gonna say also, like, uh, re realistically, like, while I might, while I might say that, uh, I like, I think that X is unfairly put over uh, classic Mega Man. Also, I think Zero is just awesome. Like Mega Man Zero is yeah, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I love the Mega Man Zero games. I can't wait to play them for the show because, yeah, fantastic. But anyway, back to classic Mega Man. They should put Mega Man Zero Zero in Smash. Mm. Specifically they, that version. Yeah, that, that's true. I was going to say they nearly put Mega Man X Zero in Smash, or they, they baited me into thinking that they would. <laughs> there was, that, there was that, that one trailer where they, they were introducing, like they introduced like eight characters or whatever, and then Zero jumped on the screen, and I screamed, and then the word assist trophy blasted onto <laughs> the screen, and I was like, I, I hate video games. No, see, I don't want Bishonen uh, Zero. I want Twink Zero. There's a difference. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite weapon? Uh, my favorite weapon? That's a good question. Um, I think, but like, if I were to be honest with myself, I'd have to say the uh, the Rolling Boomerang, or Rolling, rolling Cutter, sorry, uh, because I really like the way that it arcs, uh, and I particularly like the way that... Uh, so it's the weapon that's super effective against Elect Man, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, what's really cool about it is, for me anyway, is that, uh, like we were talking about before, how the weapon that uh, Fireman is weak to neutralizes the pillars of fire on his stage and makes it easier to navigate. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's like a much, uh, there's like a subtle version of that in Elect Man stage where you have these enemies that uh, fall from the top of the screen and rise from the bottom of the screen and they fire pairs of lasers that if you move the right way, you can move like straight between them, right? Mm -hmm. The pattern that they appear in means that a rolling cutter fired at the first one that spawns will hit all of the ones that spawn in that set. Oh, well. Which is really, really satisfying to do. And is a really, really cool thing about the like geometry of the level to notice and execute on, I guess. That's what I really like. I didn't notice that. Uh, I also really like the way that the uh, the fireman's weapon has two uses. Uh, it's a mm -hmm. it's a it's a fire shot for killing uh, 
what did I use it for? I use it for I use it for killing um, Mega Man actually in the end. <laughs> you traitor! I know, right? Uh, it's but then also you can hold it and it does damage as a shield, and you, I use that to kill uh, Doctor Doctor Wily's second form. I think First you form. just yes, the second form is the the rolling cutter. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, I use the uh, thunder beam for that one. You can do that too, but a uh, rolling cutter like cut like it, it arcs through the hitbox multiple times. Does a lot of damage. Mm. I wasn't doing it right then. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I I can't wait for the the uh, the stream that we do. We're gonna like compare strategies as we play Mega Man. It'll be fun. I'm excited. <laughs> what about you? What is your favorite weapon? I like the thunder beam just because like lightning bolts is always cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that was definitely the one that I like saved and used specifically. Yeah. And you get to do that cool thing where you pause buffer it to just murder the yellow demon. I did that for the yellow demon and for... Uh, the second Wily form, or...? Who is weak to Electman? Cutman? Uh, Iceman. No, right? Iceman. In, yeah. When I refought Iceman... See, when you and... refought... Uh, like, you, you totally can do that, but I found that when you refight Iceman, uh, you don't even need to, like... I didn't. I didn't find I even needed to do that. Like I literally, you stay on the teleporter. You just fire th- like two or three elect shots in Iceman's direction. He fucking dies before his shots even hit you, and you just teleport out again. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did that, but with only one shot. Right. Right. Yeah. That's fair. Oh yeah. One. Uh, one tiny thing that I, uh, I. I remembered that I love about these games playing this one, is uh. So it's a platforming game. It's a punishing platforming game you you know there are a lot of uh, spikes and instant death pits for you to fall into so it's a game where people are going to want to really people are going to want to make sure that their jumps are very very precise right they're going to want to make sure they get as far enough along a block before they step off it so what they're going to be doing is doing a lot of shuffling right a lot of little little movements rather than just uh holding a direction to run right mm-hmm. uh and it didn't need to but Mega Man has a very, very little shuffle animation where his foot just moves a little bit. It looks it's like, it looks really cute. I like it a lot. It's very cute. Another noteworthy thing about this game is it only has six bosses. That, uh, that goes away yep. pretty quick. They introduced two more bosses when they remake this game because all the sequels have eight Robot Masters. Yes. I, yeah. I, we, we talked about that a bit on the last episode of the TV show podcast, right? Mm-hmm. What were they called? They added Clockman and Oilman? Oh yeah, Oilman. That was it. You mentioned Oilman. Time Man and Oilman. <laughs> Time Man. Do we have uh the remakes on the on the list to do separately or uh I don't have them as as of yet, but if if they're important to you, we can put them on. I was just curious if you wanted to talk about Oil man today. <laughs> <laughs> I I get the impression that you want to talk about oil man today, so I I feel I mean, like if that's the case, we can definitely do that. I don't know. What do you think? I guess never mind. Just this is the Mega Man. <laughs> okay, this sure. Does a uh, I mean you mentioned that uh, the Powered Up remake has a bunch of additional story stuff in it, right? It yeah it like puts all of the story that we know about Mega Man 1 into the game. 
Ah, so what you're saying is it's revisionism. <laughs> um, it does give more context to everything. Um, it's been a long time since I played it. It's a PSP game. It is a PSP game. That's probably why I've never played it. I, uh, I didn't own a PSP until like 2015, maybe? Um, it also has two modes, which are new style and old style. Oh, what's in new style? New style gives the player the chance to play as all of the eight robot masters and features level design changes in order to oh. utilize the PSP's widescreen display as well as oh. remixed music. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> old style is appeal to me. Old style is nearly identical to the original, and Time Man and Oil Man are not present. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. But you can play as all of the different robot masters. Cool. Oh, also, you can make make your own stages. Now, that is cool. I'm a big fan of that. I forgot that there was basically, like, Mega Man Maker. <laughs> That's awesome. They should, they should still, do uh, a Mega Man Maker. I, I would, yeah. I would, I would, I would pay a lot of money and spend hundreds of hours playing that. I would become a streamer for that game. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> I have that exact mood about it. As someone whose quarantine brain has driven them to spend, at this point, a dozen hours designing duck game levels. I don't even like duck game that much. I uh, I would I would really appreciate Mega Man Maker. Mega Maker. I'm gonna keep calling it Mega Man Maker. <laughs> um, there's also you can play as Roll, and there's a bunch of costumes. Okay, well that um, is important. Wait, is it all? Is it is the is there a? Can you do it old visual style as well, or is it all? Like, it's it's all the 2.5D chibis. Okay, so you can't you can't you can't. There's no you can't play as the 8-bit roll sprite. Is what I'm no, asking. No. Uh, daggers. But your options of DLC are Mega Man 8 roll, Sports roll, Night roll, Rainy Day roll. <laughs> oh yeah, I, roll, I saw this list. There's a lot of rolls. <laughs> Summer roll, Halloween roll, Alley Cat roll, Roll Claws, Ninja roll, and Valentine roll. I, I hate to feel so seen by people who, you know, plan out uh, downloadable content sale releases because I am the <laughs> I'm the exact audience for all of those choices. <laughs> like you you're like oh new Mega Man game it's uh it's a reimagining of Mega Man I'm like oh, I quite like the old Mega Man you can play as twelve different roles okay in <laughs> let me play this game. <laughs> Um, there's also a bunch of DLC to get old stuff from Mega Man 1 into the level builder. Ooh, cool. Um, As in stuff that wasn't in the the, re the remake? or like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Anyway, not to get too into the, into the weeds yeah, on Mega Man Powered Up. <laughs> yeah, we'll save that for our episode on Mega Man Powered Up, which I guess if you can play as 12 different roles, I probably should play. And eight different robot masters and Mega Man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like uh, my life, my, my exodus through Mega Man will not be complete if I have not fought and defeated Oil Man by the end of it. So, um, uh, I'm just curious what game Proto Man is playable in first. Mm, good question. He's he's in he's in powered up. Uh, Mega Man Nine apparently. Hmm. 
That's the, the first, the, the second hit after powered up for Proto Man. Remember Mega Man 9? I sure do remember Mega Man 9. That's going to be a... <laughs> that's going to be an episode of this podcast. <laughs> um, Mega Man's kind of known for its music, I would say. Yeah, it's it's really really good. You uh you you want to hear good music on the Nintendo Entertainment System? You power on Mega Man for the, for the NES. You uh listen to the opening menu music. You're like, this is pretty good. And you go to Elect Man stage. You listen to the Elect Man stage music. You're like, this is fucking great. <laughs> and you go to Iceman. You're like. Oh. Um, which one's the best the best music Mm -hmm. I like man easy for me Mm. don't agree counterpoint I like the ending oh yeah the ending music is very good the ending music is classic Uh, it's it's a leitmotif they use again and again Uh, it's very very good I'm excited to get to the opening theme for Mega Man 2 yes Oh yes. Partially because it's seared into my head when uh, Brental Floss put lyrics <laughs> to that to that song. So I'm gonna, sorry. Uh, does he only go by Brent Black now? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what Brental Floss is known by these days. I mean, he has a fucking podcast with Travis McElroy. So oh god, no thank you. I think it's a politics podcast. Oh what? Or like current events or something. Current events with Brental Floss and the other McElroy. <laughs> yeah. I hope that's what they called it. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Don't like that. Don't like knowing that that exists. Oh, it's it's over. I think. Oh, thank God. Maybe. Here's a, a fun sentence regarding. Proto Man's appearance as a playable character in Mega Man 10. Uh, on a related note, I'm not going to read the rest of it because I don't want any more context for this until I play it because I never played Mega Man 10 when it came out because I hated Mega Man 9. On a related note, Proto Man is the only one of the three playable characters who doesn't mistake Wily's influenza for Roboenza. <laughs> uh, never mind, that podcast that I was talking about is defunct, I guess, as of like a month ago. Oh, wow, okay. So while we're talking about Mega Man, I guess I don't know. Uh, we've 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 gone through our favorites. Oh, uh, what was your favorite stage while we're doing favorites? Like, what was your favorite collection of level designs? It definitely wasn't a like man. <laughs> okay. I guess that yeah. Was... You had your uh, you had your your gaming moment with Elect Man stage. <laughs> don't say that. That makes it sound <laughs> like I, that makes it sound like I said a slur. <laughs> No, it wasn't heated. It was, just, okay, it was a room temperature gaming moment. <laughs> a chilled gamer moment. <laughs> um, oh wow, that's my that's my favorite Mega Man X series boss. Chilled gamer moment. <laughs> um, I was just gonna say, I don't know. I guess Bomb Man. You, the stage that you you so derisively called nothing earlier in this episode, <laughs> heartbreaking. I don't know. Um, I mean, Cutman is kind of like a classic, right? Yeah, yeah. Cutman's is good. Cutman's is real good. Cutman has a lot going on in that stage. I like it. I really like that it has like huge domes that just mm-hmm. shoot out single tiny cutters. <laughs> God, right? Yeah, those tiny things that don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. They don't do anything until Mega Man uses them, and then they do a lot. 
Um, I did hit uh, when I refought Elakman in the Wily levels. I did beat him by throwing it, and then him coming forward and getting hit by the back, uh, hey. the back side of it. Uh, what else is there to say? Oh, I was going to talk about the ending. Damn. Okay. I was I was good. It was good to talk about Elakman stage, but I guess we move on. Did you have something to say about the Lechman stage? Well, I, I asked you your favorite stage. I assumed you would ask me mine, but I guess not. I thought you had already said it. Did I? Hmm. I feel like I said my favorite boss and my favorite weapon, but not my favorite stage. Anyway. What's your favorite stage? It's a Lechman stage. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it's it's very it's very punishing in that uh, a lot of it is vertical. And so... Yeah, fuck it, that. There's, there's a lot of... Yeah, I mean... When you fall, it sucks. But uh, I feel like Mega Man gets a lot out of it because it's uh, like when you climb like five or six screens and then there's like a little like... So you, cl- you climb multiple screens with lots of ladders and lots of uh, platforming challenges on ladders and then a disappearing block puzzle uh, that you can... Like there's a huge gap to fall into and like there's no... Like you have to jump into this space where you're there's just a disappearing block beneath you and there's nothing else for like like you said like three or four screens below you there so if you fall you're going to really fall uh, and then as you get to the very very top there's another really tight disappearing block puzzle but uh it's not like super super hard but it is like regular hard i guess uh and it, it but then then you break out and then there's like there's skyline there's cloud and you can uh there's, there's still a bunch more climbing to do after that. And then, like, when you get to the top, I guess what I'm saying is that, like, the verticality of that level gives it a really good sense of, uh, gives it a really good sense of, like, place, a sense of space, if you will. And, like, mm-hmm. uh, I think Mega Man just gets a lot out of that verticality, I guess. Because after you do that first sequence of, like, very challenging, uh, platforming challenges that you can uh, fall down and lose all of your progress from, it then sets to regular, like, still vertical level designs, but you don't fall all the way down. Like, you've uh, you've made it past that point. And uh, I like it. it. I like the way that it evolves. I'm just glad that they figured out the trick <clears throat> to vertical, the verticality in an NES game that Kid Icarus didn't. Right, because... yeah, yeah. Kid Icarus, um, even if there's a platform there, if you scroll past it and fall where that platform is, you will fall off the screen and die. Yes. It's uh, it's 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 not great. It's um, what it reminds me of, uh, like I guess one of the reasons that I like it so much. It reminds me of Metroid. Like uh, mm-hmm. navigating navigating Metroid is, you you know, you have to pay attention to it because a lot of it is vertical and. and Particularly the original Metroid, so much of it is vertical. If you stop paying attention, you're going to fall a really long way. I, I, I quite like the mindfulness it brings, and it, it has very different effects in these two very, very different kinds of game because uh, Metroid is not like doesn't always want you to uh, be really precisely timing your jumps at all times. It's, it's a different different kind of vibe, but uh, I think they both use it very well in different ways. Yeah. So you wanted to talk about the, you wanted to talk about the ending. Yeah. Um... I just wanted to talk about um, the line about the never-ending battle is not over until all destructive forces are de- are defeated. Yeah. Does this uh does this like uh go together with our 
a potentially emerging read of Dr. Wily in the TV show as without free will. <laughs> it's just like a pure <laughs> destructive force. Either that or it's turning to the to the player and say now you know about fighting evil. Now you go out in the world and you yeah like smash the state, smash <laughs> destroy, the state. Destroy, destroy America. The player, <laughs> um, or just like general like like disarmament sort of message. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mega Man, <laughs> Mega Man, the child with the gun for a hand, preaching disarmament. <laughs> That's we made him. <laughs> yeah. He, we made him fight for us so that we wouldn't have to. Thomas, Thomas Edison took his hand and said, this is a gun now, and you're my son. Now go and fight <laughs> my, go and fight my, my, many, my many robots, which are evil, because of when Tom, you have, Albert Einstein. When you have saved the world, then your hands will be hands again, and you can hold my hand. But until then... You'll have no affection from me, gun hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call him, Rocky Gun Hands. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, I don't know. I guess uh, while we're on the ending, I guess we can sort of move in the direction of wrapping the uh, podcast up. I just wanted to say, I guess, that uh, as someone to whom Classic Mega Man is very important, I like these games a lot. Uh, I, I guess that what, it, uh, but I haven't like played this specific one in quite some time, and replaying it, the like the the feeling that I came away with is that because uh, Mega Man is it's an institution, right? As we'll probably sort of talk about over the course of this uh, podcast and its many episodes, uh, it turns out that Mega Man has never been like earth shatteringly popular. There's never been a Mega Man game that sold like. 10 million copies or whatever but uh like it's an institution people really mm -hmm. people know about Mega Man even if they don't personally yeah. love it very much and uh playing this game it made me it was it surprised me afresh how scrappy it felt but in like a good way like this Mega Man was this you know this new game on the scene and it's really interesting to me to see all of these ideas that became what Mega Man was famous for in sort of like a uh, a larval state, I guess. Mm -hmm. So stuff like, you know, uh, like uh, like the just the way that the the way that the level designs evolve, the way that the particularly the way that the powers change uh, how you navigate those levels feels it feels very fresh, feels very new and like uh like there, like there are so many ideas all crammed into this tiny space. That's what I really like about this game. Like uh, it has elemental power interactions as part of a platforming challenge for like mm -hmm. four screens in the whole game, and then never touches on them again. Like it just, it just feels very, I guess, generous in a way that you wouldn't expect a game this of this you know type to be. I guess that's what I like about this game. I'm very interested to see uh, how differently 2 plays because I know that, like, next game we get fucking Quick Man stage, right? Right, exactly. Like, they are going to take a lot of lessons from this game and really sort of start to focus it. And uh, it seems to be either Mega Man 2 or 3 
is like the fan favorite depending on who you ask yeah right so like uh mega man 2 is the final fantasy 7 and mega man 3 is the final fantasy 9 <laughs> what hmm? not 6 uh no because it, ca- it came more popular it, than 9 i'm not i'm not no so mega man 3 is not as popular as mega man 2 but the people who do say it's the best one consider themselves a persecuted class that's the that's the parallel i'm trying to draw here these people don't know what it's like to like Mega Man X eight. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what like the parallels are. Like what what are the Final Fantasy games that I like, what Mega Man games do they map to and vice versa? <laughs> uh I mean I would say that Mega Man two is the Final Fantasy six, Mega Man X is the Final Fantasy seven. Okay, yeah, I can see that. I'm I'm Maybe not though. People don't really care about X, actually. If you here's the thing is that if you're not into Mega Man, you probably like Mega Man Two. Right. But if you like Mega Man X, then you're into Mega Man. Right. Exactly. And then you know you probably have you probably are at the like. I wonder how many people there are who like Mega Man enough to like Mega Man X, but not enough to like Mega Man X Four, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Mega Man Zero stands are the like tactics gamers of Mega Man. Tactics gamers? I, I feel I feel called out. No, uh the truth of the truth of it is that the tactics ones are the Mega Man Legends likers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they that hasn't been around in years. Like the like company's a, not really interested in doing that right now. Yeah. Or like uh I don't know, like Crystal Chronicles or something. Like uh Yeah. Just like stuff that's old and like. You heard it here first, folks. Mega Man Legends is the Evilies project of <laughs> Mega Man. I can't wait to I can't wait to check back on that when we eventually get to Mega Man Legends, which, by the that way, mean... I can't wait for. Mega Man Legends is an awesome video game. That means that the Tron Bon spinoff <laughs> is Parasite Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make a note of that. I'm gonna make a note of that when we get to the, when we get to the misadventures of Tron Bon. I'm gonna the cold open is gonna be the Parasite Eve of Mega Man. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, Nora, any 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 final thoughts about about Mega Man or? This is usually the part of the podcast where I would like pull out some bit like, oh, we're t- it's time to look at Funko Pops. Or... <laughs> yeah, we haven't figured or... out what those bits are yet. Oh wait, no. Yeah. We have figured out kind of what those bits are, right? We have a, a nascent idea for a bit I mean, like that. I can show you this horny fan art of uh, <laughs> Cyber Peacock holding a knife. This is X's this isn't the idea throat. we agreed agreed upon before the podcast. Just so everyone knows, I wasn't expecting that. Um, <laughs> let's let's rank the robot masters. Let's rank the robot masters, but according to what rubric? Um, so we're just going Black Man, Bomb Man, Cut Man, Ice Man, Fire Man, the other one, Guts Man. Everybody always forgets okay. Guts Man because his boss fight is really weird. Da-da. Uh, okay. So, okay. What I want from you. From me is I want to know which two Robot Masters from Mega Man 1 do you want to play Apex Legends with? Okay, so just to be clear, 
they are sat at computers on yes. Earth playing Apex Legends with me, not yes. physical characters you're, in Apex Legends. You are not just uploading Cutman to Apex Legends as a character. Can I... Uh, I, will, I, will, I will answer your question with the caveat that after this, we make a separate list of which three Robot Master team would be good Apex Legends kits. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'm playing Apex Legends and I have two Robot Masters playing with me. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to shock you. <laughs> I'm going to shock you here. <laughs> oh? <laughs> so, I don't really like Apex Legends that much, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's fine. It's good. But realistically, like, in 2020, if I'm going to be playing a game in that headspace, I'm going to be playing Titanfall. So, if I'm playing Apex oh, Legends, okay. I have to be playing... I'm I, What I'm saying here is that if I'm playing Apex Legends, I'm probably playing it to hang out with a friend I like, for example. Uh-huh. So, one of these people is going to be Elecman, because I like Elecman. <laughs> that is shocking. You're right. Uh, so... Which, uh, which, 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 which other robot master is is hanging out with me in Electman and Apex Legends? Hmm. I feel like Cutman, Cutman, whose weapon moves in like a weird arc. I feel like Cutman is gonna have the uh, sort of ballistic sense necessary to pull off cool projectile shots in, say, for example, Apex Legends. So I think I'm gonna say Electman and Cutman. I'm gonna. Cast from my mind his uh, his weird voice from the TV show. <laughs> no, see, I want that weird voice because I'm okay, gonna take okay. gut. I'm gonna take Cutman and Gutsman, and they're gonna just fucking shoutcast I, the match. I while think we you. Play. I think you'll find it's pronounced Gutsman. <laughs> Gutsman and Cutman are gonna basically shoutcast the match for me. Okay, while yeah, we all I like play. that. I like that. <laughs> with Cutman coming in with all the puns, <laughs> and Gutsman just I don't know doing the. Strongman voice that he does in like, the TV show. I, th- I pop in as Wraith and Cutman is like, you don't stand a ghost of a chance. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's let's turn three of these characters into Apex Legends characters. Okay, so I'm going to turn my previous answer on its head and suggest that Elecman's kit would be pretty bad in Apex Legends. His weapon moves, it, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it moves very slowly and in like a, a weird three-way thing like it wouldn't it wouldn't hit anything i don't think i think apex elec man would be a bad apex legends character i think that the version of that i would do is that um that weapon that we see in Mega Man is his alt and when it hits it calls down a couple random lightning strikes in that little zone yeah that, that that's that's a good way to design that for sure uh i'm again gonna go for cut man because i am just really transfixed by the uh the arc on this weapon i think that's a really compelling <laughs> that's a really compelling design prompt uh i love a weapon with curves yeah exactly real weapons have curves uh, <laughs> i love my curvy weapon <laughs> <laughs> oh dear uh bomb man seems like he fits in the same niche as uh as caustic with the whole uh you know traps mm, that he can leave mm-hmm. behind but perhaps with the uh, more combustible i feel like uh apex legends is not really the game that's going to allow those to like you know level structures or anything but uh i don't know maybe mm. there's maybe there's room to make that more interesting and uh i'm gonna say Iceman would make a yeah. good would yeah. make a good apex legends character because he I, I reckon Iceman's ult can make the ground slippery which can either be used 
to uh, move faster or to make your enemies' movement less more unpredictable. They as in they can't like they have an unsure footing. That's my Iceman yeah. Apex Legends design. I want that to be a thing like you know how you can slide down hills in that game. I want to just slide super fast. Yeah, exactly. You slide super fast. Or, but maybe uh, maybe Iceman. If you're on Iceman's team, maybe icing the ground lets you slide, uh, you know, on a flat surface mm. at the same speed as it would down a hill. And maybe that's like, if you're on the team with Iceman and Iceman slides down the hill first, then you can slide on the ice behind. Oh yeah, for sure. That's definitely how I'm envisioning yeah. that. Sort of like the um, way that uh, the way that Wraith makes a portal for the team, but more vulnerable and I guess faster. Yeah. If there's one thing that is good in esports is being vulnerable and fast. Yes, I love that shit. Hence, I play Titanfall too. <laughs> are you? Uh, are you? Uh, is that? Is that your choice for uh, Apex Legends characters as well, or have you got any other? Oh, I was vision? just going to collaborate this vision. Yeah, fair enough. It's a good yeah. vision. I, I, yeah. Success, successful collaboration, if you ask me. Thumbs up. <laughs> Print, ship it. <laughs> Um, I want to, I want to open a fucking chest in Apex and pick up a Mega Buster. I do, I do want that for, for, for my life. I, I feel like inevitably we are going to do an episode of this podcast where we just, uh, we, we, we visit all of the games in which you can, did we talk about this on the last episode? But we yeah, visit, yeah, yeah, yeah. We visit all of the games in which you can just get a Mega Buster. Put, yeah. fra- put Frank West in Mega Man 12. Oh my god, they're going to make Mega Man 12. We're we're going to go we're just going to go really deep on the, the Ego Raptor references, I guess. We the the jokey tells about how they're making too many Mega Man games. He says Mega Man 12. The next Mega Man is going to be Mega Man 12. <laughs> um we shouldn't play every game with a Mega Buster, but we should rank them without playing them. <laughs> That's good. I like that. The uh, the sad reality is I have probably played most of them already. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Mega Man. That is Mega Man. That is our definitive analysis of Mega Man. The uh, the final <laughs> historical perspective on Mega Man for the NES. Yeah. So, ultimately, where do you think Mega Man, regular ass Mega Man, falls? Um, on sort of um. Let's call it like a like a ten point scale, maybe. Well, no, I, I'm sorry. I, I will not be made to rate games on a ten point scale. I, I simply refuse. What about five stars, but the stars can be halves? No, so, no. What I'm going to do is what I what I do on, for example, Letterbox. I'm going to heart Mega Man and not give it a star rating. I like Mega Man a lot, but I, I will not. I will not participate in any numerical ranking. Damn. I was I was about to ask you as a sort of half joke if there's any mileage in ranking all of these games as we go. I think I think that that'll be an interesting thing. Like okay, there will there will we will have opinions. In that case, as will, of right now, differ. Mega Man is the best Mega Man game. Yes, <laughs> contested. <laughs> no no other right Mega now. Man game even comes close. It was a unanimous vote. <laughs> yep, one with a hundred percent of the vote. We're we're all shocked. Um, but I guess it's really that good. Fight Mega Man for everlasting peace, and uh, um, and fight he shall over the next forever. Coming up on uh, coming up on forty, well, thirty-five years. Mm-hmm. 
So with all that said, until next time, when the never-ending battle continues until all destructive forces are defeated, Nora, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at NeitherNora. You can find everything that I do at norablake.online. You can find this podcast on the Export Audio Podcast Network, which is at patreon.com slash exportaudio. And you can find the show on Twitter at RushJetRadio. Where can people find you? You can find me online at all of the places just described to find RushJet Radio and its uh, associated content. But you can find me online at twitch.tv slash curl... Wait, no. Twitter.com slash curl underscore e underscore brace. And uh, on Twitch TV where I stream video games at twitch.tv slash curly brace with no spaces. And uh, you should you should definitely look into that because planned tentatively for the Sunday after this podcast comes out, right? Mm-hmm. We, that is both of us, are going to stream this game. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to play play Mega Man live for the internet. It's going to be exciting. The, th- the fourth MLN, Mega Man live. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna abuse save states. We're gonna talk about level design. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna gush a lot about this game. Uh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait. You should join us. Where should people send emails to the podcast? Uh, gmail.com. No wait, no. Fuck. Rushjetradio at gmail.com. Uh, that would be a great email if I had it. Did I have that? I I think you did. Hang on. I, I'm, I'm certainly, I certainly have access to a Google Drive account for this email address, so I hope so. Uh. Oh, I made it on my phone. <laughs> um. So yeah, rushitradio@gmail.com. Hell yeah. Send emails to this podcast about Mega Man, video games, or anything at all. I guess that we haven't really covered quite enough lore to get too many lore questions, but ask them anyway. Whenever you th- think anything about Mega Man that you want to know, ask. Um, are we instituting a no spoilers policy, or is it free? Is it like open season talking about like Mega Man Battle Network or Zero or whatever? Uh. Hmm. I don't think I like. I feel like we uh, I don't. We don't really want to answer in-depth questions about Battle Network or an episode about Mega Man Four, right? Like, I think sure. Feel free to send those questions in, but don't be surprised if we leave them until we get to the irrelevant game slash television show. I think. Okay. Especially because, like, uh, I don't want to get questions about, you know, halfway through NT Warrior and read stuff that we haven't seen happen yet. Sure, yeah. Uh, that's the podcast. Yeah, that's the podcast. So until next time, you've got until... our podcast. Now you've got now our podcast. you've got our podcast. Excellent. <laughs>